Good evening, everybody. I'm Mark. And I'm Britton. And today we watched a... Interesting film. Yes, that's a good way to describe it. Um, it was called Into the Grizzly Maze, and I think we have some words to say about this one. Yeah. So let's get started. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right. Actually, you know, I guess the best way to do this is uh, let's stick with tradition and yeah, right. you tell us very briefly what the movie was about. Uh, I'll do my best, all things considering. There's not a lot that uh, went on in this movie, so, so it shouldn't be hard. The the movie is about uh, some guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes back home, uh, presumably from being in jail, but we yep. don't learn. You don't learn that until later. Uh, and. Uh, he he get he's about to take a girl home from the bar, but it turns out she's a hooker, yep. and uh, you know he gets in the fight with the pimp, and the police are called, and oh oh, immediately, immediately, like like it's as if they were already at the you know at the they were they had hookers of their own, like I mean. They they walked he walked outside of the place like two minutes after saying yeah. to the hooker, Nah, I didn't know you were a hooker. I'm sorry. He you know she walks outside. The pimp starts hitting her. He yeah. walks outside to fight the pimp, and the cops are there. Uh, the only thing I can assume is that the they called the police. Uh, someone called the police on the pimp. That had to have been had and, to have been like before yeah. anything happened. Like the pimp was also trying yeah. to like uh, sell them like I don't know, like painted eggs or something weird. Uh, like, it's just a weird pimp. Maybe, maybe the pimp called the police because uh, he stole. You know, technically he stole money from the. He stole services without paying. I mean, it's still taking the cops a couple minutes, like yeah. a long time to get. Like it's two minutes after he takes this girl into his hotel room. Uh, like the cops are there. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe there is a cop in the uh, motel getting, you know, uh, having some forbidden love moments. That's true. Or maybe, like I said, I like to think that there was a robbery or something like at the uh, hotel, and they just get sidetracked by the pimp thing, and so that <laughs> that crime never gets solved. They don't no. even investigate it nope. because of what happens. But it, it, it was a small robbery of like thirty-five dollars. So. so they're like, all right, well, this yeah. whole pimp triangle is a lot yeah. more, a lot more interesting to us. Uh, so but anyway, from, but anyway, from there we learn that the cop that shows up is dun dun dun, uh, the main character's brother. All right, so from here on out, we're we're gonna call the main character or the characters by their names. Uh, so the main character uh, who comes out of prison, uh, yeah. that's uh, that's Rowan? Cyclops. Okay. <laughs> um, from yes. from the X Men movies, and uh, his brother is the Punisher. Yeah. And um, uh, his uh, the Punisher is married to a deaf, uh, I guess, nature uh, photographer. Yeah. Um, she's, uh, I think she's a girl from Covert Affairs. We'll just call her uh, Piper Parabo because I actually don't know. She's from Coyote Ugly, but yeah. I don't know the character's yeah, name. She, she's just the, the deaf lady. Okay, so. Yeah, that's and, it. Uh, and then the other girl. Yeah, the, the we'll call her the rest. Yeah, um, she uh, she is somebody that uh, Cyclops knew uh, before he was thrown in jail. Uh, presumably, uh, from con- you know context clues, uh, they were in a relationship beforehand. I think that um, they must have been pen pals because she clearly comes from Soviet Russia. Uh, like her her accent disappeared later on. Oh yeah, that's right. Like immediately in the beginning, she had a very strong accent, and or uh, at least it sounded like it. And but, uh, then um, she actually, you know, they they go into these woods together to to hunt a bear. Yeah. And and, and not just any bear. Uh, this is the bear of bears. It's like, smarter than the average bear. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, uh, they they come across uh, Billy Bob Thornton, mm-hmm. uh, who is 
just pretty much Billy Bob Thornton in this movie. He's just the, he's, he's just a hunter. He, he's playing himself. Like he's playing himself, and uh, he's like, "Well, I could, I can get this bear for you if you want, but I, you know, you're gonna have to pay me." And the, the the sheriff's like, "We're not paying you. That's crazy. Get out of here." And then the other sheriff's like, "All right, go find this bear." Yeah, he tell so, yeah, uh, like the sheriff literally tells him like, "We don't want your services. Yeah. We're gonna rely on the Punisher here." And the Punisher's like, "Thank you. I'll go take care of that bear." And then the sheriff turns around, and is like, "You know what? He's right. We should probably get the uh, we should probably get Billy Bob Thornton." And like yeah. ten minutes later, goes to goes to get his services, and he's like, "You can fight this bear too." Yeah. And then that's it. Like basically, the rest of the movie is them. Fighting the bear, the um, the the accent girl, the rest. She yeah. falls down a hill and she gets a stick shoved through her legs. Yeah. So she's just a nuisance the rest of the trip. There, there is no uh, trudging through the woods movie that does not involve a serious leg injury. And basically, the bear is our uh, Jaws slash uh, well, slasher villain yeah. who just like picks off people one by one. Yeah, um, pretty much. Like he he does eventually get Billy Bob Thornton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spoiler alert. Yeah. But yeah. you know he does. He, Billy Bob Thornton comes back uh, with his face pretty much just ripped off. Yeah, and that was actually the best part of the movie. Yeah, it was because you know other other than that, it, it was kind of a bit of a drab movie. You know, it didn't really do anything except you know every once in a while this bear would come and ruin everyone's day. Like as soon as you'd see a tertiary character, you know, just start bumbling around the woods doing something, you know that all right, they're about to die by the bear. Yeah, like. Sometimes it was people unrelated to everybody else. And it, it was a little bit of a... Like, what was that book that Apo- Apocalypse Now was based off of? Oh, uh, Heart I, of Darkness. Heart of Darkness. It was a little bit of, like, Heart of Darkness where... All right, we're going to get this Johnny Cadillac. Yeah. All right, uh, uh, Johnny Cadillac. Why, why are you going after Johnny, Ca- uh, Johnny yeah, Cadillac? Johnny Cadillac. Like Johnny this- Cadillac had, a, had my back. And and they, they talk about Johnny Cadillac left and right. And and it's then a they cool find- name, too. Yeah, it is. And it's like, you know, yeah, like you're saying, like, it, they build this guy up. Yeah, and then when they find him, he's dead. Yep. Like, oh, there's Johnny. Oh. Uh, he's in a tree. I guess the bear got him. Should we get him down? Nah. nah. I didn't like that Johnny Cadillac anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that Johnny Cadillac, he took, uh, you know, he borrowed 20 bucks from me and never paid it back. Yeah, that guy's a scumbag yeah, anyway. <laughs> poacher. Yeah. He's a poacher and he, he got what he deserved. He's a poacher? Yeah, he's a poacher. Ah, what a scumbag. I yeah. hate you, Johnny Cadillac. Even though you had my back, Johnny Cadillac, you're, you're... Bad people can do good things sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's basically it. And so You the... had my back, Johnny Cadillac, but you turned out whack. <laughs> So basically, the movie culminates with um, uh, with the last four people, the main four, um, the Cyclops, the Punisher, the Deaf Lady, and the rest. Yeah. Um, they're all kind of trying to get away on a boat, and uh, we find this out- This bear ain't having it. Yeah, the, the bear attacks them. He attacks the sheriff, because the sheriff's like, all right, last second. He's like, all right, I'm corrupt. And then the bear kills him. And yeah. then that's it. They they fight the bear, kill it, and then it ends. Like, literally abruptly. Like, they stab it, the bear falls, and it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> the credits roll. Uh, and, you know, it, it, as far as uh, bears are hunting us movies that, that I've seen, this is probably the best. I know there is actually... I think another one, like, made in the 90s with Anthony Hopkins. Oh, that's kind of cool. And uh, I, I remember that being good, but I was also maybe eight. So, so. yeah, I mean, as far as, like, my opinion for this movie goes, is yeah. that um, 
I, I do think that it's better than uh, Grizzly Rage. Oh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> First off, the bear was only in that movie for five minutes. Yeah. Like, didn't it say, like, the... Didn't give like the overall tally of how long, how how many minutes that bear was in the movie. Yeah, and it was it, like two minutes, and, and it was negligible. And all he was was just, uh, just uh, trying to trying to grab for marshmallows. Yeah, exactly. And this one at least had more bear in it. And even though it was CGI, there were moments that it looked like an actual bear was there. Wait, was it all CGI? I don't think it was all CGI, but there were moments that I could it, definitely that, tell yeah, that bear had a credit. Yeah, it was Bart the bear. Yeah, but there was some moments I was like, yeah, that bear clearly, looks fake as yeah. shit. It's clearly CGI. But um. But uh, for the most part, I think the difference between something like this and something like uh, Grizzly Rage is that yeah. this movie at least had uh, decent acting. You know, it had talent in it. Yeah, it had uh, a, a vision, and, yeah. and the vision wasn't the best. But you know, you could tell everyone in this movie uh, was doing their best, like, and it had it had. Like, a, a modicum of star power. Yeah, like, the, the cast was a good, you know, the, the cast was decent. Mm -hmm. Um, and, yeah, like you said, uh, at least there were people who were trying in yeah. this, you know. I mean, yeah, I guarantee that the filmmakers weren't super passionate about telling a, a bear, you know, attack movie. Yeah. But, you know, at the very least, the, the actors seem to try to elevate the, the rest of the, you know, the, the awful written, yeah. you know, stuff and to try to make it decent. And it does come through. It's not a good movie. Yeah. But you can tell at least that, uh, that there is a sense of that they want to be there. Like the actors yeah. are trying to make this work. It, it, I get the impression that this is like one of those independent movies that, uh, every once in a while, uh, a good a good named actor will take one of these independent movies because it's it's less of a strain. Yeah, I imagine to act in these uh, independent movies and maybe a higher budget that has like rougher hours or uh, there's a lot more uh, emotional preparation for. Uh, like some of these independent movies are, I think, are probably a little bit more of a, a walk in the park uh, mm. for them, like or maybe not. Like, I, like the Lighthouse. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sure Willem Dafoe had some uh, had some rough preparation for that part. Well, like for instance, uh, like a movie like this, um, you can have a a you know somewhat uh, decent actor like we'll say Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Like Billy Bob Thornton will come in, probably do two or three days worth of work. And yeah. still get the, like, and Billy Bob Thornton credit, you know, yeah. probably get a little, uh, a, a somewhat, you know, decent, you know, like, salary for a couple days' work. Yeah. Just yeah. to come out to the woods and say a few things. And he'll still give a, a decent enough per performance yeah, for exactly. uh, as the amount of work he's going to do. So, you know, like, in between the bigger roles, he would probably take something like this. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and it's like, yeah, I can get behind that, and I can also feel that... You know, again, like he's not none. None of the main actors are sleepwalking their way through this performance. They're uh, they're well. not sleepwalking their way through this performance, but they're not. They're also not, uh, you know, putting every fiber of their acting prowess into it either. Yeah, this is just a um, like you know what I'm gonna go in, do a good job. You know, I've had my days of work yeah. where I'm like. I don't need to be a superstar today, but you know I'm just gonna go in, do my thing, and you know everyone's gonna be happy. Yeah, and that's what this was. Yeah, and uh, though I do have to, to point out, like, because I was watching the movie, and I'm like, all right, there was definitely this uh, 
I guess the like, this motivation for the bear, which they only briefly touch upon. Yeah, that is, uh, man's been tampering with his environment too it, much. Exactly. And he, he can't. Ha he has nothing to eat, pretty much. And it's you know, which is like, all right, after the third camper, I, I bet you this bear isn't you know can't be starving anymore. You know. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, and not only that, it was snowing. Shouldn't that asshole be hibernating? And not only that, but like. He would smack the people and then just eat a leg and then that would be it. Like, yeah. you would think he would eat more of the person. Uh, he's a, you know, maybe he's like the the fat, messy American of the bear community. <laughs> like, I, I do think that this movie is very um, reminiscent in a way of uh, Jaws. Yeah. You know, uh, like Jaws with claws. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's not Yeah, taken. pretty much. Um, <laughs> uh, but this is... Uh, this is basically a similar story. Like, all right, so we have nature, a super, you know, smarter, but like not. Yeah. It's not like science messed with this bear. You know, this is just a a, a byproduct of his environment. Exactly. Like that, the, you know, necessity bred, uh, you know, bred, you know, uh, evolution, you know, made. Uh, let's see. Evolution made for this bear to have to be smarter in order to, you know, survive. In a way, yeah. Like, this is just a bear that that needs that needs to eat. And it's also yeah. kind of, you know, bigger in the area than they're used to. Yeah. And it's in this area looking for food. So, again, just like Jaws. Like, Jaws is a bigger-than-normal shark that just kind yeah. of, you know, swam into an area that he's not used to. They even have the thing where, all right, we need to go out and find this, uh, find this animal that's running yeah. amok. We have the sheriff who wants to keep it on the down low. Uh, I guess in the movie was the, the mayor in Jaws. Yeah. Then we have, all right, we have the science guy who's going to come out and try to do this scientifically, uh, I guess as a sheriff, because he doesn't want to kill it. He wants to, you know, just put yeah. it to sleep. And then we have the uh, the cruel hunter, you know, um, the Quint character, which is Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's really it. The only thing we were missing is Billy Bob Thornton telling a story about, you know, the eyes like doll's eyes, you know, kind of thing. Who would be... Uh who would be uh, Richard Dreyfus? Um, I don't think the, there is a Richard the Dreyfus. Deaf one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, that that actually brings up a pretty good point where none of the characters like there was no Richard Dreyfus. There was no person yeah. who was a little bit funnier or quirky. No, they were all just miserable in the rain. Yeah, like they're I, 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 I they they kind of uh, they they stopped making the. Uh, I, I guess the guy who deals with uh, stress with humor character, they've, they haven't really written a, a one like that in a while that isn't annoying. It's interesting because usually they have, um, usually you look at the funny sidekick and you're like, yeah. oh, I can't wait for this guy to, you know, to, to get capped or whatever. Yeah. Like, I can't wait for this one to go away. So it's kind of like there's a balancing act, you know. Like yeah, you have your you have Richard Dreyfus. That's a good. That's a yeah, good character. Have, uh, that's funny. Jeff Goldblum. That's uh, in in both uh, in both Jurassic Park and Independence Day. That's perfect. That's a perfect example. Yeah. Um, even in a way, uh, Will Smith is kind of a you know even though he's not the side character. Uh, yeah. He is kind of like you know he does have more you know like uh, jokes or quips that he does like you know he's more relatable like that. Yeah. They they both have very good chemistry together in uh, in Independence, Independence Day. So yeah, like you know, we don't really have the characters that are more, uh, and I think the the main thing to think of with um, Richard Dreyfus and uh, Jeff Goldblum's characters in there is that yeah. they weren't funny people; they were just quirky. Yeah, like you know, Jeff Goldblum. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He um he's he's just a little bit out there. He's a little bit uh, yeah. He's a little eccentric. You know? Yeah. Same thing with Richard Dreyfus. He's just an eccentric you know sea scientist. Yeah. Like um, I'm trying to think of a dumb, funny character like that's the opposite. That's clearly just like thrown into the. The side being like the side, the funny sidekick that's just annoying more like, than, uh, uh like, more, go ahead. Like Shia LaBeouf in Constantine? Yes, okay, I can get behind that. Like, you know, just the, the, the funny guy. He's not eccentric, he's not quirky, he's, he's just, just whiny and annoying. Yeah, he's just an annoying kid. So, yeah, like, they don't really do quirky, I guess, uh, characters like that anymore. No, you know, I, 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 I guess... Yeah, Hollywood has has forgotten how to write, uh, you know, a tonally, uh, uh, tonally uh, dynamic uh, film. You know, it's kind of interesting. I know we always go back to this old thing, but I was thinking uh, today before we were watching. I think it was while I was watching it about um, what we always talk about, which is like, you know, sometimes it just doesn't feel like there's passion in some of these movies. Yeah. Like, we watched a bad one last night. I only know what it was called. It oh, was awful. A Annie, I think. Oh it was. yeah. And um, and it was just yeah, it was just awful, and there was just no passion or anything, and it just felt like, why are you making a movie if you don't have passion to make that movie? And I was thinking, like, you know, we don't really see a lot of movies being made for the passion yeah. of filmmaking anymore. But I, you know, I was thinking while I was watching, is like, you know, as as cliche and almost cookie cutter as some of these Marvel movies are, yeah, like at least you can still feel the passion of the people to, you know, like I loved comics as a kid. Yeah. I want people to love comics as much as I did, yeah, and capture that spirit. So you know, as much as I, I, I do kind of rag on how samey it is. At least there's passion behind those projects. I, I can get behind that. I think a lot of times with the uh, with the, those shitty horror movies or movies like that, I think there is passion. I, I think it's more of the, like, an Ed Wood-like passion. Like, Ed Wood didn't really have the passion to make a good movie. He was more passionate about sitting behind the camera and being a director. Yeah, that's true, and too. And I, I think that's what it is. It's, you know, these, these shitty uh, filmmakers don't really don't really give a crap about the quality they produce so long as they get to sit in that chair and be a director. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it's just a power trip. Um, but, uh, like, I also think that there's somewhere, somewhere down the line, there's like, man, there's gotta be some, there's gotta be some money laundered somewhere in these things. Like, this oh, yeah. has gotta be a front. Like, no yeah. one can make such consistently bad movies <laughs> without there being, and I'm not even talking about one person. Like, Ed Wood was a man who just liked to direct, but, uh... Yeah. I don't think he was doing it for any kind of criminal reasons. I'm talking about, like, there's an industry right now of just dreck being yeah. made, and it's like, hmm, I don't know, like, it would be funny if you find out that behind all of this, like, they're, like, stealing, like, you know, artifacts or something. Oh, yeah, like, somehow, a Bitcoin is being funneled <laughs> through this. I actually want it to be something, like, completely ridiculous, like, well, like um, human trafficking? Well, no, I, I don't want it to be depressing. Okay. <laughs> I, I want it to be kind of like, you know how Argo, you know, they were, yeah. uh, they used, like, the making of the film to hide the fact that they were, you know, smuggling out the, uh, the hostages. Yeah. I almost want it to be something adventurous like that, like, they're making movies so that they can film on location to find, you know... El Dorado. Yeah, exactly. Like, I believe that we have found the lost city of gold. How can we get a bunch of people here to explore it without 
anyone finding out that the lost city of gold is here. Uh, why would why would why they have to hide it? Is, is it like a big cover up by the government? Like if if there's this much gold in circulation, the value will plummet. That would be funny, but I'm also thinking that they're doing it to hide from rival um, treasure hunters who are also using the guise of filmmaking uh, to, to cover up the fact that they're treasure hunters. And, and so you end up with a, you know, the the final cut of the film ends up with these two f films in it where it's like <laughs> cowboys and sp and uh, cowboys and aliens. Uh, and aliens or uh, yeah or uh, gladiators and uh, ninjas. Like yeah, there's. Actually, I think it'd be funny that there are just two separate movies made from two separate film companies yeah. just basically on different sides of one another. And it's like, huh, you know, uh, these. this is why sometimes like similar movies come out at the same time. Like yeah. Ants and a Bug's Life were really to cover up <laughs> the fact that they were trying to hunt for uh, the, 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 the Lost Ark well, or something. Well, the, uh, the, ants, the Ants and, uh, and, and, the, and the Bug's Life movie were... Or uh, Pixar and whatever the other yeah, company, DreamWorks. Yeah, DreamWorks. Uh, that that was them trying to cover their ass to discover AI. Ah, that's and, a good uh, one. It, it, they did, and uh, it nearly burned down both of their plants. <laughs> but uh, like, uh, they were able to keep it under wraps and make the two, you know, two kind of, oh, two kind of blasé movies. Like the um, like Volcano and Dante's Peak yeah. were both <laughs> movies that were covering up the fact that they had found like the like the uh, the Holy Grail. <laughs> <laughs> like how, how many other big uh, big budget movies that were kind of shitty uh, came out that uh that that that, co that is covering up some kind of big event. Yeah, exactly. Uh, an event that's actually kind of interesting. Like um, oh, that didn't really happen. That was just a film. Like um, like we have like uh, Independence Day coming out at the same time as like uh, Mars Attacks or yeah. something, and it turns out that they were both uh, trying to cover up like um, like Atlantis rising from the sea. <laughs> You know, something completely ridiculous. Like, at any time there's, a, like, Atlantis comes up every so often, every X amount of years, and uh, uh, that's when, when Hollywood saves the uh, the big movie ideas. All right, uh, the 73-year cycle that Atlantis is supposed to rise back up is, is gonna... Well, that's actually kind of a funny idea, uh, because every now and again, like you said, things come in cycles, so whenever yeah. they start filming, like, there's a, just a batch of submarine movies that come out, <laughs> it, it's because they're trying to cover up the whole Atlantis thing. Yeah. And again, there's two rival, you know, film companies just trying to find this Atlantis and get the Atlantis, you know, like, the jewel of Atlantis, right, the uh, heart of Atlantis. I imagine they're not even trying to get anything from Atlantis. They're keeping Atlantis from, you know, coming out. They don't want these Atlantis people walking around. Oh, so it's a uh, oh, so they're fighting Atlantis. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're you know these submarine movies. They're uh, they're circling Atlantis, and if uh, they get a boat out, they'll they'll torpedo it. Boy, oh boy, I would hate to find out what uh, Armageddon and Deep Impact were hiding. <laughs> like two space movies about asteroids. But I mean, it's got to be space related. But I don't think asteroids. I'm thinking. Uh, I, I I think uh, that that was when China. Was starting to get into space discovery, and they were and, trying to tamp it down. Uh, yeah, I think. Well, China, you know, confirmed alien life, oh. and we we can't have that. They can't be the first. Yeah, so you know, we were we were shooting that, 
and at the me at the same time probably shooting down their rockets. <laughs> and then contact comes in like a year later, like, oh, do we miss it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like all right, all right. But actually, that's a that's a funny idea because again, these movies do come in cycles where you'll have like all right. You know, we'll have a nature run amok movie, and then we'll have, yeah. the, and it's like it'd be funny if all of it was just to cover up like something huge and far-reaching that we're not ready to know yet. And, and it, it kind of, uh, it, it sounds like a a plot that you can you you can read in like a declassified Cold War era document, like uh, Ben Hur was actually <laughs> a uh, cover-up for uh, the Second Coming. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I have a few questions about this one. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, I, I just have to know, were the film companies and the government that hired the film companies, were they were they trying to stop Jesus oh, from yeah. having a second coming? I, I, I'm, I'm presuming, like, I, you know, if this fucking rapture yeah. happens, we ain't going, to, we ain't being taken. <laughs> like, uh, we're, we're not, we're gonna, we're not going uh, where the good people go. Uh, I guess to be fair, I mean... Uh, it is kind of mean to, to try to stop Jesus from rising again, but... Yeah, I do think so, yeah. But, um, like, that is... That, that, I, it's gotta be a sin. But... Yeah. If, um, on their side, like, if they're saying, listen, we are literally trying to prevent the end of the world. Like, we're trying to prevent, you know, the, uh, the, the, the big fight between, you know, heaven and hell. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I can't say I agree with them. I can't say there's ever a way that you can justify stopping Jesus yeah, but yeah. if you're uh, but if they're using a rationale like well, all right maybe we don't want the world to die just yet like the government will probably fund that well yeah but well I think it's a case of the uh, uh, of like a bunch of these kind of uh, weaselly uh, cabinet members just uh, <laughs> like you know telling the president these half truths like uh all right. Well, we need you know this. This is going to be very bad if this occurs. Uh, it'll be really bad for your votes. Well, yeah, uh, like, think, sir. This is an election year. You cannot have the end of the world during an election year. You won't even. You will not be reelected. Uh, so what's going to happen? Look, the less you know, the better. I imagine a big bearded Grant-like politician who's saying, yeah. like, but if I can find a way to have the end of the world happen and I successfully steer this ship, yeah. that will mean a slam dunk re-election. <laughs> Sir, I'm not going to argue with that, but um, listen, you were elected because gas prices got a little high <laughs> last time around, so we don't know if you have the leadership to, uh, to, to, to kind of successfully steer the end of the world into oh. a positive. Look, all we need you to do is sign this document and all the problems are going to go away. <laughs> like, at this point, do you think they're working for hell? <laughs> like, unbeknownst to them, like, they, I, are, they have to be. They're, they're, I could tell you who they're not working for. <laughs> it's like, um, it's like, you know, we, we talked about it, um, Governor uh, Lou Cipher from, uh, <laughs> from, uh, that's a that's a not a very pol popular politician name. Lou Cipher. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Lou Cipher? Lucifer. Oh, that guy. Yeah, I thought I thought that was a pretty obvious uh, thing, but I guess not. I gotta I gotta dumb it down even more. Well, no, I think it, it works. It just went over my head. Bill Zibub. <laughs> you know that if we think of it this way, I wonder what kind of movies Bill Zibub's trying to prevent. 
Uh, what kind of movie Beelzebub? Or like, what kind of event Beelzebub's trying to prevent with his movies? Like, like the, uh... Not the independent... No, that's, uh... Who am I thinking of? The the independent director. Well, I'm thinking of the independent director, one who did Antform Dickhole. Yeah. That, that was Beelzebub, wasn't it? Uh, was it... Was it, was his name Beelzebub? I think so. Or was it, uh... Bill Elzebub? I mean, it might... I think it was Bill Zabub. Okay. But I do think you had a better name, which is Bezelbill or something. Bezelbob, that's what it was. Bezelbob? Be yeah, Bezelbob. <laughs> uh, what kind of movie is he... Like, like his, straight up his name means Lord of the Flies. So. Yeah. So, it, it was... I don't think he's trying to cover up anything. <laughs> Definitely not a good movie. <laughs> it's like, he's not... Like, nobody is... Like, uh, all right, listen. You're just you're, you're just confusing the works here. Like, yeah. we are we are trying uh, to prevent the phoenix from rising the dead, and uh, <laughs> and you're just kind of getting in the way here. Look, the, the guy's harmless. <laughs> just, just let him do what he does, and you know people will pay attention to what they have to pay attention to. You know that that's true. That's true. Because I'm guessing. Uh, on top of things that the the government's hiding subliminal messages in the films in order for us to or hypnotizing us in the films for us to not notice Armageddon taking place. Hmm, that's a, that's interesting. Like we're I, just kind of sitting here watching these great like big budget like just fun action movies while uh like you know like everyone's flocking to the theaters while just outside the theater like it's a movie so popular everybody's buying tickets yeah. they're getting in and in that two and a half hours there's like the archangel michael's like throwing a few blows well, not not even that like uh i i, I was imagining that uh you know people go with these movies these huge blockbuster movies and then there was some kind of uh, hypnotic program that uh, it shows that uh, programs them not to see anything that they're not allowed to see. So they're going around driving, going about their life as normal, and in the sky there is just bedlam. Wheels like, upon wheels upon wheels. Yeah, there, there's angels fighting demons. <laughs> uh, like they're, they're like the the sun's eclipsing. Like <laughs> like there's uh, angels. Blaring trumpets, <laughs> like it, it, it is absolute pandemonium. But you know, that was a good. That was a good flick. You know, honey, it's getting a little dark out. You know, some you know, winter is coming. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh no, that, honey, there, there's, there's more trumpeting than usual out there. Don't worry, I, you know, I'll just turn up the radio. We won't hear it anymore. Ooh, Santana. <laughs> oh, I love this song. Got a black magic woman. <laughs> and, just bedlam going on yeah, up right above him, like like a uh, like a like a, a demon, a dead demon corpse lands on the hood of their car. Ooh, these potholes! <laughs> you know, getting what? worse every year. It's like there's a it's a, there's a huge dent from where it uh, yeah. where it lands is like oh great now I'm gonna have to get that fixed now if it's not one thing it's another Abner I told you there's deer on this road you gotta be careful <laughs> I'm sorry you know what? I should have gotten those headlights fixed I I'm sorry honey it starts a bad fight with yeah, him yeah I know <laughs> and he has to sleep on the couch yeah this damn deer always <laughs> making my life worse yeah this is. It's meanwhile, just end it all. <laughs> meanwhile, they're like these disembodied souls of the of the uh, these demons are screaming at him as he's trying to sleep. <laughs> he's 
And he just tur- he just turns his fan on, so yeah. it's like white noise. Ah. Yeah. Hey, you know what? This is a good couch, though. Hey, you know what? I don't spend a lot of time on here. This is... I want to have the boys over more. <laughs> yeah, for the old game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Maybe we'll I'll call him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be a lot of fun because football is life. The football <laughs> is life. <laughs> this demon is this demon's dead soul is awfully confused. <laughs> oh, it's drafty in here. These <laughs> damn Chinese hinges. <laughs> Like it slams the door. Yeah. Oh, it's windy as hell out there. Yeah, I'm gonna stop slamming the door. It was the wind. Well, you should have fixed the deadbolt. I'll fix you. <laughs> I'll fix your deadbolt. <laughs> now, here's a big question. Go on. So there's like, you know, uh, the forces from heaven and the forces from hell are just battling to yeah. the, you know, for the end of the world, for like supremacy of the end of the world. It, it's a battle. It's a battle for all of the universe. Now, like, do you think the government gets involved? And here's a big, qu- yeah. You know, here's a question we shouldn't answer, but uh, whose side do you think they're working for? Huh. I think they're working for their own side. You know, I, 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 if both sides just go away, that's that works I, best I, for the government. Uh, Mr. President, I'm just saying. We can nuke both heaven and hell at the same time and solve (laughs) both of our problems. I actually, I think that they resort to, uh, like, the CIA gets involved, and, yeah. like, it overthrows the, uh, overthrows Hell's leader, you know, and, and you know... It, Satan? Yeah, and installs, like, a puppet leader that they can control. So, I imagine, like, these, there, there's these, like, black ops CIA, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, operatives putting guns in their mouth so they can infiltrate Hell. <laughs> And then they, you know, they, they find a way to, uh, to, like, topple the hell regime so that they can have their own, like, you know, interests in hell. Actually, as much as we joke, like, this in a way... Yeah, it sounds like an awesome movie. This in a way is kind of the plot to doom. Like, yeah, I guess, yeah. scientists want to exploit hell for, I think, like, energy purposes. Yeah. And so, you know, they, they, they go down or so in a way this is, I mean, I'm not saying it's exactly the same, but that is kind of funny to think that the CIA would exploit hell in order to, uh, you know, to, to basically control it. If you're telling me that it, there, there is a open portal to hell that the, the U S government would not find a way to exploit that. I'm telling you this. I think that if there was an open portal to hell, there is no way that the government wouldn't at least check it out yeah. and try to figure out, like, all right, man, we're not we're not making um, we're not claiming any stakes one way or the other. We just want to know what this is for now, and then we'll see where we go from it. Though I don't think they they uh, they do a direct infiltration. I think it's one of those cases where, all right, we'll. Uh, We'll give a grant to the University of Colorado if they uh, if they put one of their uh, submarines down to hell for us. You know, it is kind of funny because then it becomes the hell race. Like every country wants to be the first to plant the flag, on- flag in hell. Yeah, and it's it's dangerous. Like you got to go through. Like everyone goes through it. Just you know, they just ignite into brimstone. They try to send robots in there, but uh, that doesn't work. They melt. Yeah. So that's like, all right, man. Here's what we know. We know that we have to withstand a temperature of 4 billion degrees. <laughs> and we need uh-huh. to make sure our flag can withstand that temperature. Like, I, I, don't, is it, I don't think it's 4 billion. 
Like, I, I think it's a reasonable temperature. Like, maybe... It, don't get me wrong, it's a high temperature. It's, it's like muggy. Bo- it's like boiling point. <laughs> it's like 212 degrees Fahrenheit. And, uh... They use Fahrenheit in hell. Of, of, of course <laughs> they, they would. I know, they're in the imperial yeah. system. <laughs> of course hell would use Fahrenheit. The scientists are pissed, like, Kelvin is much, much more of a... There's <laughs> a lot of scientists in hell? I mean, they're they're studying the hole, so they're putting oh, yeah. their, you know, they're like, this is just, this is stupid. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like, they, they send a bunch of people. At first, they, they, they just send scientists, and they thought, all right, maybe a pious person will survive, and that person just burns up, so they send an asshole. And that person just burns up? Oh, the, the asshole survives a little bit longer. I think that what they end up doing is, um... Like they invent a, or they, they they synthesize some sort of uh, some sort of injection that makes you be able to withstand the, you know the temperatures of hell for uh, for 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 two hours. I think what happens is uh, they you know in in studying hell they they find another field that permeate, permeates the universe. They have like the electromagnetic force, the uh, the you know the. <laughs> The Higgs force, uh, the Hell force, the Sin force. Yeah, and, and they're able to, you know, they they're they're able to find a way to manipulate this force in order to uh, surround the, uh, the this, uh, I guess, submarine it's a Faraday cage. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so that uh, it doesn't burn and kill them. Now, I think what happens is Russia gets there first and plants their flag. Like, of course, they do, and they're like, you know what? We don't want to be in hell. Hell's for bad people. Like Putin's there, just say, sh- you know, shaking the hand with Satan. <laughs> you know what? I I, I was I, look. I big had no- fan. Big fan. <laughs> I had I had no clear uh, horse in this race, but I <laughs> do say that um, we did have a pool a pool going, and you had some pretty good odds. <laughs> Not the best, but pretty good odds. Like. You, you didn't have... You, you you didn't beat out Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, I mean, you, there, there were some people that uh, that had better odds than you. Like, we, we, we really, really thought that Martha Stewart was going to get here first. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, definitely Oprah. <laughs> but, uh, no, like, uh... You, you, you dug the, like, uh, we know you guys have that borehole. Yes. Uh, yes. we know you've been doing that for a while. And, uh, <laughs> you took some recordings without us knowing. Not cool. <laughs> uh, we, we did sanction you for that, but, um, ah. <laughs> That's why it's so cold in Russia, we... Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It made tough times make tough men, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and look where you are now. You're, you're in hell with Satan. Let me show you around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, of course, you got the old, the you know, the old guys. You got your your Judas and uh, and uh, you know, I but, eat them. Yeah, I, I eat them a lot, but every day. Like, but, but I bet you didn't know that Einstein was down here. I don't know how. Like, it, like I'm not gonna lie to you. It was purely a clerical error. But <laughs> you know, once they're here, they don't leave. Yeah, uh, we. We tr- um, there were negotiations to be made, a prisoner exchange, because uh, somehow Pol Pot got up there. Again, <laughs> clerical error, but... Um, like, you know, when when you're dealing with the souls of hundreds of billions, like, you're going to get that. A couple is going to sl- uh, slip through the cracks. Yeah. That's just the way it is, you know. This is a system. It's not perfect. Nothing is. Like, purgatory wasn't even a thing. Like, it, it just turned out that sometimes people go there. So we just <laughs> incorporated it. It's like, you know, um, we're, we're still trying to find, like, 
making a portal, getting a portal to hell, planting a flag, that's good. Purgatory is a different story. That's a tough one, guys. Yeah. I gotta tell you. Because I can't go there. The big guy can't go there. Like, it just, it just turns out some people just go there. Yeah, it's and just, just one of those things. It's not even in the same universe. Like, uh, we don't, you know, we don't really know what it is. <laughs> so, um... So, you know, like, I'm, I'm glad you're here. But if you can get to work on the whole purgatory thing and beat out you-know-who, <laughs> um, I gotta really get one over on him. <laughs> There's just... It's just untapped potential yeah. there. There's just, just scores and scores of soldiers. Like, so, you know... Tick, tick, tick You know, <laughs> like, uh, you know, get, get going. You can leave your flag. Yeah, yeah, well, don't worry. We, we, we've got all of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be... Like, on, on the other hand, somehow, again, this sounds ridiculous, but... It also uh, this could make a fun book or movie like with just uh, just enough fun satire. Just yeah. a, there's a portal to hell, and now everyone wants to be the first to plant their flag. But they, yeah, there's also a a level of bureaucracy to it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, there's lots of places that show hell as having like I think like some some kind of bureaucratic. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, this would, this would be fun. It would be fun. Hell, an entire trilogy. Actually, it's already been done. Dante did that a oh, long yeah. time ago. Yeah, but yeah, we, it's We're time to modernize. Yeah, we'll modernize it. Yeah, I mean, there could be two trilogies yeah. about the the Divine Comedy. Yeah, we. Yeah, like, they, I imagine they read that a lot down there and they laugh. <laughs> the guy made so many mistakes. <laughs> oh man, it was just good for a laugh. Like nine nine levels. Like we just got the one. <laughs> like we just got like you know, of course like there's we, doors, there's halls. doors. Like yeah. Like, we'll give people their privacy when we burn them or torture them or have them eat bees or be frozen <laughs> in a lake, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just, a, mean, just a hallway. I mean, sure, there's, we do have the Hall of Locusts. That's, you know, that's true. There's just a whole hall of them. He didn't put that in the story, but like, we got one. Th there is a intricate infrastructure we have going on here that is really not, t you know, talked about in those silly books. He's, he may not be a sinner, but uh, we did take a lot of work from H.R. Geiger, like a lot of inspiration <laughs> from him. Yeah, and uh, a little bit of Lovecraft. Like I'm not gonna lie. I mean, there is some Dolly down here too. Yeah. Um, like the clock room. Yeah. All of them set to different times drives people fucking nuts. Yeah, it, like it. It, it, it was an experiment. It, like it, it didn't really hurt as much people as confuse them. It was a little tacky. Yeah. So, so <laughs> like we usually just save that for tours. Like um. But anyway, come down here, come down here. This is my office. Uh, it's- I imagine it's just a very cramped cubicle that's a little bit bigger than everyone I, else's. I, I imagine it, it's a very- it's- it's just above a closet size. And it-, it all it is is a filing cabinet, the- a metal foreman's desk, mm -hmm. and, uh, two- you know, a beat- two beat-up chairs. So now I imagine- I imagine that the Prince of Darkness looks like, uh, well, Darkness from Legend, like the Tim Curry devil. Yeah. Giant horns, and when he sits oh, in there, yeah. the horns, like, just knock a little bit against the, the fan that he has hanging. The little tiny fan to cool the room down. Like, I, I imagine the, there are hooks that come down from the ceiling for him to rest his antlers are on. <laughs> because, like, when you're, when you're staring at a computer screen, uh, you know, for eight hours, eight hours a day, and you have 
two ten pound antlers on your head. You got you got to rest your antlers. And the funny thing is, it's like, like what what is all this? It's hell for me too. You know, like, <laughs> like I'm I'm the original sinner. Don't forget. Like yeah, you 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 think that this is a party for me that I enjoyed here? I don't. I don't. I don't. Like, I have to eat these sinners sometimes. You know how many- like, why do you think there's always stories of us trying to get out of here? It's not because we like it. Like, am I sorry I did what I did? Of course I'm sorry. But that doesn't mean I didn't do it. <laughs> it's- it's kind of like, uh, kind of like the end of Shawshank. Where, like, yeah. every now and again, like, you know, someone has to sit in front of, you know, yeah. the devil and- <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, he has to parole, you know, decide whether to parole or not. Like, Satan still has to go, uh, uh, go, uh, Satan still has to sit amongst a parole board. <laughs> Is there a warden in hell? <laughs> the warden of hell? You would think he would be it. Yeah, I mean, I, maybe not. I mean, like, it's hell for him, too. Like, I guess the warden is probably, like, an angel who just works down there I, now I, and again. I, like, a, an angel that really got, like, he, he made, uh, he made some enemies. <laughs> like, there's, I imagine there's a lot of office politics in heaven, and, uh, he, he just stepped on, on the wrong few toes <laughs> and is just the warden of hell. But the funny thing is, I also imagine that, you know, it's a, it's a shift that rotates every now and again, like, yeah. all right, you're off the shit list. You can get out, you can stop being warden of hell for, you know, and then for the next thousand years, there's another warden. Yeah. And then there's just one warden who is, you know, maybe a little bit more of a free spirit than the other ones and grants parole for the devil. <laughs> and man, oh man, is that a mistake? Like, uh, yeah, there, there, he nearly got out there. Like, uh, because, you know, fortunately, there's just as much bureaucracy upstairs as there is down. Yeah, there was a veto that took place. Yeah, like, oh, so, yeah, this isn't happening, clunk <laughs> chink You know, we, listen. Denied. He, 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 he presented a good case, you know, and, uh, like, I say that, uh, I say that he's re rehabilitated. Uh, do you? Because, uh, as far as I could tell, there's still a bunch of sinning on Earth. You know, but maybe mm -hmm. if we just, you know, like, let's see what happens for 10 years. Let's give him 10 years. We'll do a work release program. We'll have him, uh, we'll have him out there getting involved in, uh, I don't know, politics, something. <laughs> I don't know. And we'll, we'll just see what kind of happens. Maybe the, the, the level of sinning will go down. Uh, now, I have this, you know, right now mm -hmm. we, we have the chart and it says that we're up to... 8.4 decasins per 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 kilometer. That's a lot of sinning. Yeah. Let's see what happens in 10 years if it goes up or down. I think that we can get down to a good 5.4 decasinning uh, per kilometer. No, deny. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you are out of your gourd. Like, you, what about unleashing Satan onto the <laughs> in, onto Earth would make there less sinning? You you clearly don't understand. Like, are you new? Is that what's going on? This is why I don't let friends hire friends for work. Like, that, that would be an interesting an interesting story too. Like, uh, cause now you know, now like again, it's not it's not like you know any kind of uh, biblical devil. It's almost like a cartoon devil yeah. trying to find work. You know, he's he's works at a meat processing factory, and uh, I, I do imagine there are times where he has to meet with his parole officer and ends up getting tased. <laughs> like he has to meet every now and again and pee in a cup, and it's just fiery brimstone. It, 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 yeah, it's just 
sulfur. It's like, huh, someone's pissing hot. <laughs> and well, it, it, you, you didn't fail the test technically. And, like, he again, he's got the big horns. He's got to ride the bus back and forth to work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, do you think he? Do you think so, like some some person like hangs their per, some lady hangs her purse from his horns? <laughs> Sorry, ma'am, this is my stop. Or or like like he he like he's sitting in a bus seat and is accused of man spreading with because his <laughs> horns are so damn big. I actually think it's not like I think that he sits in the very front row that are usually reserved for the elderly and like the you know disabled the, persons. Yeah. And an old woman like shuffles on with uh, with a walker, you know, and that's the only seat available and he looks at her and just crosses his arms. So she has to go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's so satisfied. Yeah. And like everyone else is looking at him like there's a one guy who's sitting like you know in the seats behind him just shaking his head like like he, he's a, he's a he's a wormy kind of uh, yeah like he has these uh he has a little glasses he's like a bank teller yeah <laughs> yeah you know i hey I hey do something about it he just he just oh, lifts his book up even higher yeah lifts his newspaper yeah <laughs> yeah that's what i thought <laughs> Yeah, punk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to tangle with the horns, do you? <laughs> and hey, do you, you tangle with Satan? You get the horns. <laughs> and it's like, it, it's always. <laughs> and then he gets beaten up by that wormy guy at the best stop. <laughs> it's Look, I was just kidding, man. <laughs> don't you know I take a joke? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, he stumbles home to his one-bedroom apartment, you know, and he's like, oh, and like the the water's dripping, the like lights are flickering. Yeah, the one-bedroom apartment he he uh, he shares with like some Russian guy. Oh, what happened to your face? Uh, I don't want to talk about it, Vladimir. Uh, but you, look, you're, you're coming back here, getting. I don't want to yeah, talk about yeah, it. Yeah. Look, do you need help? Like, do you need me to intervene in your behalf? Because I'll, 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 I'll beat up this this guy. I'm, I'm go please. I'm going to bed. And he goes and lays on the couch, which is like <laughs> you know, it's a futon. Yeah, and he sinks deep into it because mm -hmm. he weighs like a thousand pounds. He's like made of horse meat. <laughs> and the uh, and Vladimir is sitting on like a a like a recliner that's you know got stuffing coming out it's yeah. taped in ends and he's still watching tv so the glow of the tv's hitting the back of the of the devil as and, he's laying on the couch and, and it's it's loud russian television that he gets uh he somehow gets through <laughs> some nefarious means <laughs> but it's it's really loud like <laughs> I really wish he'd turn that down. <laughs> I also think that it's... Uh, again, it would almost be clever satire that... The Earth, the regular 9 to 5 grind, yeah. is worse than hell for Satan. Yeah. <laughs> How these people do it. <laughs> I, I lived in the worst pit of hell for all of eternity. Like, I can't make this. <laughs> I think he, I'm afraid to go on that bus again. He he drinks right before the parole officer meeting so that he fails and gets to go <laughs> and gets to go back home. Yeah. It, it's it's again, it's a it, you know, it's like a uh, like like Brooks from the end of uh, <laughs> uh, Shawshank Redemption. And I, I imagine as the movie or whatever this is goes on, like the the wormy banker 
uh, it gets tougher. Like, you know, he goes back one day and, uh, he has, like, a teardrop tattoo. <laughs> and it's funny thing is he's just corrupting these people just by being near them. Yeah, like, he, like, had, had he not taken the bus that day, he would have remained, like, this wormy, wimpy little, yeah. uh, little bank teller. But now he, he, he's got a gang. Like, Vladimich would never have been able to get the illegal cable hookups that he's getting. Yeah. And, again, he's not trying to, and, you know... But it's just his influence on others' lives. And the, the warden's wrong, like, the sinning has gone up trim skyrocketed. Orders of magnitude. Like, listen, the, now we're down, now we're up to, um, you know, we were at Deca sinning before, uh, we're at, uh, we're at, uh, Femto, or, no, Femto's the other way, we're at, uh... Exit sinnings. <laughs> we're, <yeah. laughs> This is, this is 10 to the 32 power of sinning. Listen. This is why they put erasers on pencils. You know, people make <laughs> mistakes. Like, I want to go back to the day of plank sitting. Sitting. <laughs> Sir, there were only dinosaurs then, and it was beautiful. Look, there's another asteroid orbiting right about now. It's funny if that warden was the one who was like, you know what? I think the plank sitting we can actually get lower if we just get rid of these guys and start from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just keeps on making bad decision after like this bad was, this, decision. The warden was there billions of years ago when there was just dinosaurs. Yeah, like, he was, like, this is, that mistake is what led him to being the warden of hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the, the, like, event, the sinning was very minor. Every once in a while, like, some animal would become smart enough to be self-aware and then do a wrong thing, and that would be, con you know, technically be a, a sin. Like, until, like, something ripped its, its neck out. Yeah, like, uh... Like, there was a brontosaurus who drew a picture of boobs. Yeah. Like, one time, and that was it. Like, uh, okay, that- it's a very minor sin, but it's a sin. Like, I can- I can make this better. We Clean slate. Zero sinning. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. And it did not work. And, like, and from those ashes grew a phoenix of sin he never could have dreamed of. And now he- you know, now this, like... The sinning has reached such a monumental proportion that it's like, we have to zero slate this again. Like, all right, we we did the asteroid, we did the flood. Like, what do we do? Internet. Internet. Uh, okay, social media. Fellas, I don't think zero. I don't think a clean slate's gonna work here. It didn't work the last time. Because of you! Because of you! Because you brought you you granted parole to this guy. I'm just saying. I'm thinking outside the box here. We need fresh ideas. We need synergy. <laughs> <laughs> I have consultant. No. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Here's what the church says. Oh my god. He has All right. He has unconventional ideas, granted. <laughs> But he's been around for a long, long time and you got to give him something for that. Listen. We took this to a focus group, and here's what they said. <laughs> he he can control the fo he can control the focus. <laughs> so, on that note, yeah, uh, into the grizzly maze. Uh, as as you know, dumb in the woods bear movies that have have decent enough star power. It's not you're, you're it's not bad. Yeah. It it's a little silly at times, but. I've I've definitely had worse experiences. It wasn't a bad movie. The acting was all right and fine. There was some, I guess, interesting and neat moments. So yeah. there was enough of a vision in there that it was 
that yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't watch it again. I don't no. think that you're going to get if you want to watch it, you're not going to get any enjoyment out of it besides the base. But you know, maybe that's all you need. I was actually looking for a really bad movie to rip on, and I didn't find it. So uh, I guess I'll have to keep looking. Yeah. But um, anyway, uh, that'll do it. Make sure to like and subscribe and leave us a comment and tell us about what you thought of this episode or what you thought about Into the Grizzly Maze if you've seen it. And whether or not you think Satan deserves parole. I don't think so, and I don't think Britain does either, but I don't. what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, take it easy, everybody. A uh, toodaloo. That'll hold a little SOPs. <laughs>